gapping you. My GPS is always stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on. Alright, welcome to this week's episode, take two. <laughs> Try to Alex Jones us. <laughs> I am AP, with me as always, the BJ. TC and Alex Jones trying to take us off the air for it a It is, change. man. If they came in here and fucking froze this camera up. Don't they know this is the big show? This is a big show. This is the big show. Welcome to uh, Friday Night Follies. Woo! That was a rough one. I we almost had to buy a new Mac. Well, it's almost one of those things like, like when your dad starts to lose his shit, and I felt it. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just picked up my phone. I didn't even make a, not even a joke. Just sit, picked up my phone, <laughs> sat here in silence like a battered wife. Oh, because I was about to lose <laughs> I my know shit. <laughs> <clears throat> but we do have a uh, guest with us. We and- do, we do have a guest with us tonight. Uh, this has been a long time coming. We actually talked about this uh, uh, last year, uh, towards the end of the year, and it just didn't quite work out as far as timing, and then we knew we were moving studios, and all this other shit went down. Uh, but with us in studio, finally, Dustin, a.k.a. at Keto Simple. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's great to be here, man. It is. I, I'm, 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 I'm stoked. We actually, I finally got to meet you. Because I feel like uh, I feel like we talked a lot on on Twitter about the tw- about the keto diet, different foods, and every time I would post something, you'd go, you know, there's a better way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, probably. Why don't you fill me in? <laughs> but you are here. It's awesome, man. Thanks, so, guys. So we do have a few things um, to cover. Um, we actually got a viewer email. Which oh, I haven't been going through those in a while. Yeah, uh, this one's going to be going over our recent ventures. Um, the email says, "How does it? How does it feel now to know that you guys are doing up to three or four shows a week? How does how has that been going? And how do you guys think it's been going?" Well, I mean, I it's. I mean, it's it's fun. You know what I mean. It's cool to have to be able to put something else out. It's been an interesting journey the last couple of weeks, doing one by myself and having to set up yet another studio in my house. So I I wouldn't I could stay married, and you know my 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 kids my kids loved it when I had the studio in the house. Oh, absolutely, I remember that. They could come in, sit down. They loved to talk on the mics, hear themselves. I'd record it, play it back. I mean, they loved that shit. And so it's made it a little bit easier having it in my house. That way they can come in and, you know, talk on it and record, you know, even though the studio is looks like an episode of Storage Wars. <clears throat> but nonetheless, it's but it's it's been fun. I mean, it's it's downloads are going up. We're getting about the same amount of downloads per, you know, per episode of those as we do the, this show. So I mean, it's it's working out. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I love your show today because uh, you hit something. Oh, you? you hit something at the end for me. <laughs> and then um, the movie show is going well. I think the hard part is you get spoiled is because it's like stay smug, so we know how to close the show. Uh-huh. So the other we keep trying to close the movie show out, and I'm like, 
I got to come up with something because it sounds really stupid at the end. Well, I don't have I don't I don't have anything either. I mean, it's I don't even know what I ended. I think this week it just said till next time. Yeah, but at least you said till next time. I like fumbled through it <laughs> because I'm trying to hit the stop button on it, make sure you oh, know, yeah, yeah, saving yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, no, it's it's but it's been a trip. I I mean I, I've enjoyed it. I mean, if you I mean yeah, like I've always wanted to do it, but I never pressed the issue because like I want you to stay married. <laughs> yeah, you know, because me too. Then that way everything will just end if you know if you don't uh, if you don't end up if you get divorced. Well, I guess we can just do more. I mean, we got plenty of room up here now. Yeah, we do. I, I can sleep in here. I can sleep right there on the couch. But we do have a um, I think about a month from now, about four to six weeks. I think um, what we have coming, not from necessarily us, but produced by us. Yeah. I, I'm pretty excited for that because people are, are entrusting us to build their, their show. Shows. And I, yeah. and you know, and I, <clears throat> and I actually went through a list of stuff with grown men of what I need from and what they need to do. <laughs> and it's for a podcast, and people are like, well, there's not a lot of effort into the. Oh like, God, no, there is a lot of effort. Yeah, there so. is. Unless you're juice. Oof. already got it in early <laughs> so but i have something i uh i saw this today and we all grew up playing video did you grow up playing video games yeah okay today did you see this on twitter i didn't um sealed first run copy of super mario brothers oh, oh i, I saw an in gadget yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sells for one hundred thousand dollars yeah because Ooh. highest price video game ever I want to know. Who, I want to know who. What kid actually kept it in the wrapper? Well, I think I don't think that. As, now that we were talking before the show about um, what's called dead stock, right? Uh huh. So, uh, certain times there might that might have been somewhere and just never sold, and someone might have found it that oh, way. So yeah, I learned about yeah, yeah. what's called dead stock now, where they're still they had some where they quit making them, but they still have them brand new. So it's not necessarily that someone actually kept it in the package. Um, I've been watching that uh, show about vintage and then now how vintage now is 80s and 90s is vintage. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that make you feel old as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yes, it does. And I just, I couldn't remember because the best thing about getting anything is just ripping something out of the package. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I've, I mean, even to this day, like um, we got that cord, the Ethernet cord, and I was excited to open up the package. Oh, well, yeah, of course. That was weird that I put out the meme, and then, like, that day when I got home, yeah. there, there was a package for you. To oh, dude. Name. So, <laughs> so, real quick. So, it's a long-running joke on this show that I order shit and just have it shipped to BJ's house so my wife doesn't know how much money I spend on this. And so, which is, has went along very easily. You know, I, I've never had any hiccups. For Christmas... I decided to get a bunch of Alexas so that I could make my house a smart house, right? And I, well, actually, the main reason was so I could play music throughout the house and not have to buy a bunch of Bluetooth speakers and they could all plug in. Well, since uh, I have Amazon Prime Music, um, it shows my note. I have Amazon Prime. So anytime a package is delivered, that little fucker flashes yellow now. (laughs) And so. We're, you know, the package came Thursday, and my wife's like, finally, uh, this, uh, was it? no, it was last night. She goes, she goes, I don't know why that thing's flashing yellow. Doesn't it mean we have a notification? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. And so I was, we have one in the hallway, and I start walking away, 
And she goes, Alexa, notifications. I go, oh, shit. I turn around. And I was like, I was like, it's all right, Alexa. We don't need it. I know what it is. And so it says, your package was delivered to, and it gave the address. And I was like, she goes, what's that? And I was like, I was like, well, we needed an Ethernet cable. I was like, so we went ahead and shipped it to the studio. She, was, she goes, oh, well, that's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they got out of that one. <laughs> so did you guys have a lot of problems over Christmas trying to, all the stuff, did you order a lot of Christmas gifts on Amazon? Um, not as much this year as we did my last wife, year. My wife did, yeah. I did, and I, luckily we had one of the kids, one of our kids in, in college, and he was home, because as soon as that notification would come off, I'm like, go grab it. Oh, yeah. Because people were stealing shit off, the front, off of people's front porches. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Now, we, we, um, last year i mean we haven't we've never really had a problem knock on wood uh with with people stealing packages in our neighborhood um i I think it's i think it's too i think it's too risky for them because of how our neighborhood is set up like you especially to come to my house to do it like you would have to go a long way and um i mean which doesn't mean anything but it's just i feel like it's weird how to get to it um but um but we did last year we ordered the majority of Christmas off of Amazon and we didn't get so much shit <laughs> that this year I was like, we're not doing that again because I spent the entire month of December emailing Amazon. Where's this package? Where's this package? This package doesn't came, uh, said it, it, it said it did, but it didn't, it hasn't made it here. I mean, it's just, it was a nightmare. And so I finally, this year I was like, I told my wife, I was like, no, I was like, you go to the store. I was like, you go to the store and buy it. I was like, well, if we have to, We'll order it. But with my wife's job, she's at home a lot. And so during that month, I was like, are you going to be home at this time? Because I, if not, I'm signing up for this UPS thing where you can tell them to deliver it at a certain time because I'm not taking a chance this year. Because it just seemed like there were more packages being stolen this year than yeah. in years past. Yeah, this year was bad. The, um, <clears throat> But no, I mean, it really was. I mean, I... I I love Amazon, but I hate Amazon because I order. It's too easy. It's too easy to just hit buy now. That uh, one, that one click button. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to hit that. Well, you know what else is bad? What's that? Being arrested for having sex with your dog. Okay. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, man, twenty-one recorded himself dressing in a dog costume before having sex with his pet Siberian Husky. What? I knew I'd get your attention on that. Say, hold on, say that again. I was looking at I was looking at social media. Hang on. <clears throat> Man, twenty one, recorded himself dressed in a dog costume before having sex with this pet Siberian husky, bro. Okay, I got a couple questions. Did he think he was fooling the dog? Mm, I wonder if it was rough. <sighs> just turn off the cameras again. And start over. You just want to start over? Guess what state this was in? It was, I guarantee it was in Florida. Yes, sir. <laughs> that Florida man. That's what it says for his line. A Florida man. A Florida man is accused of dressing in a dog costume while having sex with a Siberian Husky before posting disturbio, disturbing videos online. Wow. He posted them online? Oscar Nicholas, 21, has been charged with aggravated animal cruelty after the police said he filmed himself molesting his pet. In the clip, the dog is partly in distress and tries to run away before its owner reportedly hits it with a sex toy. So, I, I don't, why did he, why did he, I don't understand why he thought he needed to dress up as a dog. Um, 
the uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said the costume man is said seen in the video using his penis and multiple penis-shaped sex toys to have an appropriate sexual contact with a Siberian Husky dog. Okay, question number two. Was it male or female? Uh, police were alerted to the video by someone living in another state who what? reported seeing video and photographs. He was of streaming this dude on Facebook. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, authorities were able to trace the videos and images back to Nicholas admitted to detectives he made the video with a Siberian Husky, Ember. Ooh, Ember. Ember. Ember is a female. It is? Yes. Oh, okay. And shared it on the internet. Ember and other dogs were... other do, Another dog were moved from Nicholas' home in Oldsmar on Monday after the investigation began on January 25th. He was booked in the jail on Monday as being held on 5,000 bond as the investigation continues. And this is what he looks like. He looks like a Siberian Husky. <laughs> That's terrible, man. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> man, you know those guards are going to say something to those other pre- like I know it's county county's a little bit different but like if he goes to like a you know a different place he'd be uh-huh. like what are you in for? I'm screwing a dog. Fuck my dog. <laughs> I, I was tired of him burying his bones so I buried mine. Do you think he's a power bottom? I think so. But I mean seriously though like these store like this is why I like social media, but I don't because like you get to see all these weird, like the Nintendo games, like a great story. Like, wow, that's from our childhood. And then I'm a big animal lover and I know he is too, but not that kind of animal lover. Um, and then you see these stories. I'm just like, some of them I just wish it had to be in be like the onion, just be fake. Cause it, it, mm. it, it bothers me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I saw that and I was like, that's right up her alley. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right bestiality is right up our alley and here's another one um i think this is going we're on a new hot streak school nurse performed oral sex on students woman 33 arrested for sexual encounters with four teens in the back of her van that's why i picked this story because it said in the back of her van what it might have been down by the river too oh yeah definitely definitely was down by but the river. and i do want to show you a photo of her so if you guys can take a gainer at this. Wow, the life choices. She yes. looks she looks like she DTF. So a married school oh a nurse has been arrested for allegedly performing oral sex on four teenagers in the back of her van. Um, Samantha Marsh, thirty three, was arrested on Tuesday following investigations and allegations. She had sexual contact with the boys between March twenty eighteen and January twenty nineteen. Marsh she works at I'm not going to say the school name in Maryland, at least it wasn't Florida, alleged to communicate with the boys through social media. According to police reports, Marsh contacted one of the boys via Snapchat in October and asked him to go to her home. The second boy was allegedly contacted the same way, and Marsh asked to meet him while her husband was out of town. Another student told the cops that he was contacted on Instagram. Marsh allegedly requested the boys to meet her in October at the Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> this just keeps getting better and better the police were tipped off at the alleged incident three of the boys confessed that marsh performed oral sex on them Chanel now faces 10 counts of fourth degree sex offense four counts of perverted practice four counts contributing to the condition of a child she has been charged with one count attempted fourth degree sex offense which i want to know what that is so how did she get 10 counts of fourth degree sex offense so for every time she gave a blowjob she had to like admit to it probably how many kids were there four there were four kids 
So, and then she's facing 10, ten counts. counts of fourth degree sex offense, fourth counts of perverted, perverted practice, four counts of contributing huh. to condition of a child. Huh. Do you guys listen to Serial, the new episode, the new season of Serial that they just released? Uh, no. I don't think. Because it's all about uh, the the legal system in Cleveland. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're one of the big things that they were talking about is stacking, how they stack the charges. The, they put more and more charges together to try to get something to stick. Yeah. So, like, that's why with four kids, there's, like, ten counts of this, five counts of this, six counts of this. They just stack them on top of each other trying to get something to stick. Huh. So they can get that way because there's, like, mandi- there could be mandatory minimums for um, each charge they put in. Yeah. So then they could stack them and try to get more time in jail. Really? Yeah. And it's just so, I mean, I mean, this is, this is probably going on everywhere, right? Yeah, this is it's the legal system as a in, whole, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it called? Serial? Yeah, it's the serial. Yeah, it's one of the. It's a huge podcast that. Uh, oh it's like, it's like super yeah. Overproduced. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think uh, the wife has been listening to that. Actually. Yeah, we binged it most of it on the way to Florida back in October. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, at least you made it out of Florida. We're proud of you. Yeah. yeah. You didn't have sex with any dogs or anything. No, I just hung out with a mouse and a duck and. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're going there in October. It's amazing. Try is, to try to go to the the, the Mickey's uh, the big the not so scary Halloween party. Oh, the, we are. We the are. Par- the parade's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That was like the one uh, one big thing that they um, everybody told us we needed to do if uh, if we were going down there over Octo- in October. Yeah. Yeah. No. You can go in the park at like four o'clock and then stay till like midnight, one o'clock. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be a good time. I think my cousin and his family are actually going to be down there. Repo. They're going to be down oh, there at the same time. That's awesome. So I'll be drunk with him majority of the We're time. We're supposed to be taking a cruise, but I don't want to go. So I'm gonna see if she'll just take a friend. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of cruises. Do you do, 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 you do cruises? I've never been on one, but and my wife she won't do cruises. So she won't. She don't like boats. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of being out in the middle of the ocean. Well, I'm just saying is like that's the shark's kitchen. Well, I have panic attacks, right? Yeah. So like, it's, it's one thing if you have a panic attack at work, you can drive home and you feel better. Like, they're not going to turn the boat around for me. <laughs> no. I'm not that important of a person. Yeah. So, I'm just going to see. I don't even care if she takes another dude, as long as I don't have to go. <laughs> and, and people that know me know I'm not, probably not joking on that. But one thing I saw. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I just, I'm sorry. I was checking. I had this thought real quick. Yeah. You know how I got over my anxiety? Um, because I used to have pretty bad anxiety, Drugs? Right? No. Um, I flew out to Missouri. I flew, I flew from Indianapolis to Kansas City, Missouri, and then drove three hours south to Springfield, Missouri, where the wife was going to uh, grad school. So I had an hour and 10-minute flight and flew out there before I left, had three or four drinks, you know, got on the plane, had a couple Jack and Cokes, was feeling good, didn't worry about the flight. On the way home, though, I didn't drink, and it was a thunderstorm, and we are taxiing out onto the runway. And I am in a full-blown panic attack. I've got to get the fuck off this plane. And it finally, I mean, you're talking, there's lightning. I can see lightning flashing outside the window. And I finally was like, set, you know, set, I wanted to choke the guy out next to me. But I finally just told myself, I was like, dude, I was like, you, you're not going to let you off this plane. You're going to have to suck this shit up and be a man and fly your ass back to Indianapolis because they're not letting you off this plane. And I finally, I was just like, I was like, all right, man, this is how we die. This is how we die. See, I don't have panic attacks about that anymore. I did for a while, right? Yeah. Um, 
two so a million times people have heard i traveled for a long time so i was on i flew into south carolina and i had to go to charleston right so they take a little what i call pond jumpers little yeah. small planes yep this one was had still had propellers on the outside <laughs> yeah right i get in there sit down the seats like 40 people thunderstorm we hit turbulence so hard because what i try to do is what i always do is take three drama mean yeah some sprite and a cracker and then I, i'm out yeah. right uh-huh. el bomber at the time yeah and so it hit so hard that i hit my set head against the window i saw a flash that's how hard oh, that's how bad the turbulence was <laughs> and the only other time i've had bad flying experience we we're flying out of reno to go to denver and then i go to De- uh i'm yeah reno to denver denver to back to indy was i was in the middle seat by the way fuck southwest because you know, i had priority boarding and then you got to pick your seats but they'd always let the vets on then the handicap on and then mentally handicap on whatever right yeah. old people by then all the good seats are gone yeah so anyway so i'm sitting in the middle seat and then if you when you go to reno you may not know this but it has a lot of high winds there really bad it's kind of like austin too right it, uh worse oh shit. it says high wind warnings on the side of the road yeah so and when we're taking off we hit the high wind and then we just go start going back down oh wow and so we dropped and then i had the seat in front of me so <laughs> so far back trying to hold on i let go and that person kept flying and i was like bro my bad my bad and he's like i'm fine it's the only time i thought hmm, we're fucked yeah because i've never felt a plane go up and then go to the side start going down i'm yeah. like is he gonna correct this is he gonna correct this dude that's when we when that flight back to indy <clears throat> Uh, when we got back to Indy, I mean, we're still, you know, and that guy goes to set it down on the runway and gets the back wheels on the runway, and that whole plane just tips up. And everybody on the plane goes, whoa, and he set it back down, and everybody went ape shit. But it, I've, I've scared the holy shit out of me. My greatest thing was being able to fly first class. I never had to, never got to do that. Well, because the, my tickets were paid for by the company, but if I wanted to pay for first class, I paid out of my own pocket. Oh, so I get a bonus every three months, so I'd yeah. pay for first class. So I flew from um, Dallas back to Indy first class. Oh, that's nice. And sat next to like this old rich white lady. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I, this first time I was drinking champagne because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and then I had, and then they give you this nice little blanket to lay on, yeah. and, and like all this armrest, and then like, and then somebody walked by. That, that was walking to the back i was like i really wish i would get those people to the back <laughs> just to see what the lady was she said it's like it, it's fine honey it's fine i was waiting on the story where the uh the old lady looks over at you and goes why are you up here i know because you know what i had on sweatpants and a hoodie oh yeah i don't doubt that at all because when i fly that's it's when you yeah i fly with fly. shoes like this i have on sweatpants and a hoodie and a hat and that's it yeah because um if you go ever been through security constantly over and over again some airports if you smoke you have to go back outside oh. they go through security so i want to make sure i never had anything on me right yeah and so but yeah that, i i literally sweatpants and hoodie through the airport that's awesome and i cursed that a dude once that had on a three-piece suit we were flying we were in chicago indy to chicago which is so mind-boggling why you go to chicago yeah time travel doing that yeah. <laughs> yeah and i feel stupid and then so i i went outside to smoke and i came back in and i'm going through the line the dude had a three-piece suit on and i looked at him and go why do you have a three-piece suit on he's like well what do you mean I'm like are you getting on an airplane he's like well i was like do you have a meeting after this no i'm like why are you dressing up for an airplane 
<laughs> I didn't know him. But I became such a snobby flyer because I had oh. my shoes off, laptop out, because I wanted to get through it and go fucking chill before you get on the plane. These people were fucking shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, they're fucking up the process. That's that's my family on vacation. And then speaking of the reason I thought about that, there's this thing that I forgot to tell you a few weeks ago. It's called, there's this thing you can get. It's called, it, it mutes your voice so you can make public phone calls in public. Have you seen it? What? I think it's a modern day Lotophone, kind of, and it looks like that thing right there. Huh. So it's like a CPAP. Yeah, yeah. it's like, almost like a CPAP. This, uh, it's, I think, and I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, who would wear that in public because you look like a weirdo? You look like yeah. Bane. Look about the, like, gas the place. Yeah. Could you imagine that guy going through the airport? <laughs> oh, God. Like, who's that? Would not be getting on that plane. Maybe he's sitting next to you. Yeah. Because we've all been on the plane and looked around. Like to make sure, like, should these people be on this plane? I'm the yeah. dude with the long beard on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sitting next to you because, like, if shit, I'm like, I bet he can start some shit if something happens. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely looking for the dude with the beard, man. Because I'm like, hey, man, there's some uh, people in the back, a little suspect. You with yeah. me? <laughs> I, would, I would just like to say that this is the finest beard we have ever had in this. That is true. Now, Dorset had a great one. Yep. But that this man's got a beard. Yes. I uh, <laughs> Dorset's was pretty. Yes, it was. Per- it was like a. It was too perfect of a beard. Still a good beard. I can't do that. I'm gonna trim it up all the time, and this turn is going gray now. So yeah, I like it though, man. I dig it. I don't think I could do that. I couldn't. I could. That's a lot. That's a lot of commitment. Well, yeah. I I can't. If I let it go too long, uh, even just a little bit longer, it is now. It starts bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why. My eyebrows bother me more. Oh, I am to that point where I have to trim my eyebrows all the time. And I did, I hate saying that. Like, hey, babe, can you get my eyebrows for me? Because we'll, we'll be I late. My own. Well, I'm like, check my ears because I know it's coming up where that stuff's going to start sprouting out. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you get that out one just kind of hanging out over here. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it's trying to choke yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming up on that age where it's just going to like out of nowhere. But yeah. I've noticed I've simplified my life now, though. What do you mean you simplified it? Like the shoes I have on, like I bought two or three of the same pair, right? Yeah. That way I already know. I don't have to worry about buying shoes. They're the same ones. I like that way they feel. I bought like three pair, three different colors of the same jeans. That, oh, way, yeah. I, that way I know. I already like the way they feel. Do I do. I literally have five pairs of these jeans that are all different colors. And then, you know, as long as I have a hoodie and t-shirt and then like, I, I'm like simplified everything. Yeah. Except for we both got suits. You just got yours, so I've had mine since December. Yeah. Well, I got another one coming, too. Why? Why not? Okay. I, I I'm in why. the real estate business now. I don't, well, I own suits. They're just way too big for me now. Oh, I bet. So, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I've been buying clothes little by little. Uh-huh. I don't have a lot of clothes right now. Yeah. So, like, I bought these pants, a pair of gray ones just like it, and then I bought two sizes down. Oh yeah, the yeah. same the same two colors because they were on clearance. So I'm like, yeah. well, that covers pants. Yeah, hell yeah, it does. So so let's get into it, man. That's a good little segue. Look at him, the guest bringing the segue. I like it. The uh, so you heard me talk about it. the the keto the keto diet. I love it. How much uh so how much weight have you lost since you started? Roughly like 140 pounds. 140 wow. pounds. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, man! So, so what you? So what you? What was your biggest weight? If you don't mind me asking, I started at four hundred and twenty-one pounds. Four hundred and twenty-one pounds. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, how, how did you, how did you get to that way? I mean, just not, not giving a shit. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, not really paying attention to what you eat. Um, not thinking that it's doing anything to you. I have a sedentary job. I sit down in an office all day behind yeah. a computer talking on the phone. <coughs> um, bringing home Oreos all the time, bringing home ice cream all the time. Yeah. Um, just do, you know, going out to, you guys ever been to sushi club? Huh? It's like up, there's one on raceway or a girl's school in 10th street. Yeah. It's like 27 bucks and you can eat all day. And, what? And it's not a buffet. You order it and they bring it to you. Really? You just, they give you these dry erase sheets yeah. and, a, and a marker. You just start marking down what you want. And we would go like 12, 16 people. What? And be there for like an hour and a half and just eat plates and plates and plates of sushi. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Just just go home and just be miserable. But it, I I I've I've been in a sitting where we've had where I've had too much sushi and it was the last time I had sushi. Oh, it's so- We we had we had ordered so much. I mean, there was probably there was 8 of us, right? Right. And between all 8 of us, you know, it was uh, four couples. And between all eight of us, we had ordered so much sushi that each couple took home a, you know, one foot by one foot box of leftover sushi. And it, we, and it wasn't like we just had like a little bit. I mean, I can't even, I don't even know how many rolls and how much other shit we ordered, but it was just the, our entire table was full from one end to the other with different types of sushi. And we ate and I just, I couldn't do it after that. I could not, I haven't ate sushi since. Well, we didn't eat sushi for like two years. And then, <laughs> um, I mean, all the rice and everything. I mean, yeah. even like the crab meat they use has a lot of like filler and stuff in it. So, yeah. Well, we did go and have for our birth because our birthdays are both in June. Oh, yeah. So we went, she and I, we went last June for, well, it's June. Um, we went to Sushi Club. And we ate like a tiny amount of what we would used to have eaten. Yeah. And the, there you had to be careful because... Anything over seven pieces, they charge you a dollar a piece. Oh. So if you leave it, that's a dollar each. Oh, wow. So you go with like 10 people, you make sure you bring the cleaner, you know? Yeah. The guy yeah. that can fig- you know, finish oh, off yeah. what's left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we would do that. And then, uh, so just kind of get into a point where you don't realize you get that big. I mean, you just, I mean, you know, you're buying bigger and bigger clothes. I started to buy 5X t shirts. Yeah. I had a, you know, a 6X hoodie. You know, fifty-inch pants. You oh kn- yeah. You know you're buying big clothes, but it's like little by little. Well, I'm wearing forty sixes. Now I'm wearing forty eights. Well, I might as well buy some fifties now that you know. And you get to where you're only shopping at like Kmart and Walmart or whatever. Yeah. And because uh, they're the place that has the size for you, that's not going to charge an arm and a leg. But until you know, I went into I had a hernia. It was an umbilical hernia, so it was sticking out of my belly button. Oh, yeah. Damn. And so I'd had it for a while. And, you know, my lady being a nurse, she was bugging me and bugging me and bugging me to get it taken care of. So I finally started going through and seeing my general practitioner starting to get that all squared away. And we got on the scale and I saw it was 421 pounds. And Jeez. You don't, you don't realize it, but when you see that number in front of you, you're like, well, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, and we talked about surgery, but she works on a floor where she sees a lot of the complications from those surgeries. So we had, you know, a real discussion about that. You know, well, let's try low carb. We didn't really know what we were doing. You yeah. know, we'll try whatever we can try before we go to the to the surgery route because it's so invasive. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a true life changing surgery. Um, not like the ketogenic diet isn't a life changing 
lifestyle in of itself, but it's not as invasive. You can still go and do this and do that if you want to. Um, so we started to go low carb and we didn't really know what that meant. Yeah. We started going to the grocery store, looking at what, you know, what, you know, what is a carb, you know, what's in each thing that we like to eat. We, you know, you start with the healthy foods you think are healthy, like, well, quinoa is healthy, right? Yeah. When it's all, it's, it's a grain, just like corn. It's a grain like wheat, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. Oatmeal is good for you. Oatmeal helps you lose weight. Cheerios help you lose weight. That's all carbs. Yeah. It all turns, yeah. Yeah. It all turns to sugar when you eat it. Yeah, sure does. So, you know, and then my uh, general practitioner had uh, mentioned to me, well, if you want to lose weight, you got to be in ketosis. Yeah. But he didn't really elaborate. And so me being the nerd that I am, I went and started looking it up and, and I had been looking up low carb recipes a little bit here and there. And I had seen some ketogenic recipes, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. And at the time being about two and a half plus years ago, uh, a lot of those were linked to the epilepsy. There's like an epilepsy society that, uh, that for little kids with epilepsy, they use a really strict ketogenic diet okay. to help control the, you know, because the seizure medications don't really work yeah. for them. Yeah. So they, I mean, they get down to like the toothpaste the kids use. They get down to really control it. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. There, you know, those recipes were really strict, and I was like, "Well, that doesn't look like something I want to do." Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and then I started listening to a podcast. Uh, the, it was uh, the Two Keto Dudes podcast, and uh, a guy from Australia and a guy from Connecticut, and uh, just started listening to that. And I was like, "Well, this sounds easy. Just eat some meat, eggs, cheese, some vegetables. You know, plenty of butter, whatever." Yeah, it's like all right. So I listened. I listened to about like six, seven months of their episodes in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, they had about that much of a head start. Yeah. And so I, you know, talked to my lady. We said, you know, well, we'll start it. And uh, we so we officially started in September of 2016. And then, you know, because I'd had my hernia surgery in August or, yeah, early August. So got that out of the way, got healed up from that, and then started doing this and, I mean, it's kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. So like, so when you, uh, you know, I mean, when, when I when I first started it, it was, I, I was kind of overwhelmed because I was looking into it and I was like, what? I was like, look at these recipes. Like, what do you mean you can't? I can't have this and I can't have this. And uh, it actually took my wife to go, hey, dumbass, meat, cheese, and eggs. That's all you got to eat. Yeah. And I was like. I was like, all I got to eat is meat, cheese. And I was like, so can I eat bacon? She just, you know, gave me that, like, that look. Like, are you a dumbass? <laughs> it's meat, idiot. She goes, it's meat. <laughs> she goes, meat, cheese, and eggs. And I was like, well, I know, but like, it's like, you know, isn't bacon like high in fat? And she goes, all right, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to explain <laughs> this to you one more time. And so, you know, and so then, you know, then once I got into it, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like if you're a dude, how is this not how 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 is every man in the world not eating this? Like what man doesn't like meat, cheese, and eggs? And you know what I mean? I mean, everybody that I've got on it and my wife's got on it, and especially the dudes, I'm like, look, bro, you can eat steak all the time, every day if you want. You can have bacon every day if you want. And you can eat cheese and eggs. And you can mix all that shit together, and and you—that's what you eat. 
and it like literally it just blows people away like what do you mean it's that easy and i'm like yes it's that easy and i was like be prepared to go clothes shopping the first month and I, everybody that that I, at least everybody that i've talked to that's got on it usually within that first month has dropped at least 20 pounds right i mean it just i mean it just like falls off of you uh, the biggest thing that I, the biggest complication that I ran into, and the only complication that I ran into, uh, was dehydration. Like I wasn't, I wasn't taking in enough salt. Right, salt's huge. People don't realize that how much salt you're supposed to have on a ketogenic diet. You want to have somewhere between five and seven thousand milligrams. Yeah. So I mean, about so what about two or three teaspoons? I'm probably off on the math on that, but. Um, it's more than you think because you know the whole uh, the whole idea of, of a low sodium. Everybody's on low sodium. My my blood pressure, my blood pressure. The study that comes from is like two people for like a week, like in the sixties. Oh no shit. Yeah. So I mean, there's not a lot of. I mean, there wasn't a lot of science or you know real solid basis behind why they push the low sodium. Now, when you're on a hard, when you're on a high carb, high sugar diet, your kidneys hold on to sodium. So as soon as you go ketogenic and you stop having all the sugar, eating all the grains and cereals, your body that so that's why a lot of people lose that for that twenty pound whoosh right the first that first yeah. month because it's a lot of water weight. Yeah. Your body's going, Well, I don't need to hold on to this right now. So you yeah. just water goes out. Uh your kidneys let go a lot of sodium. So you gotta be especially in the first like couple of months, you wanna be really careful with your electrolytes. So yeah. um Salt, magnesium, um, why can't I think of the other one? Potassium. Yeah. So, and those are the main three. And you can get those from your, you know, you throw some, you know, if you want vegetables, you don't have to eat vegetables, but Brussels sprouts, broccoli, your eggs are going to give you some of that. You know, salt your meat. I mean, salt your steaks, your burgers, whatever you're going to do, salt your eggs. Yeah. And you'll probably be fine. I mean, even if you feel a little foggy. Like especially in the beginning, you you had that that time where you felt foggy. Yeah, yeah, salt. Yeah, huge. Well, that's what I I was at work and uh, I, you know I'd worked all day and it was it was hot and you know probably you know I don't drink enough water. You're out working, you don't think about it. And I remember um, we were walking into the office that night and my calves were like just cramping and I was like, God, man, why are my why are my why do my calves hurt so bad? And so, you know, I didn't think nothing about it. I've been working all day outside, you know, doing manual labor and shit. And I thought, well, whatever, you know, I must have just overworked him. I don't know. And uh, so I got home and I told my wife, I was like, man, I was like, my leg's been hurting all day. And she goes, oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, tell me what? And she was like, she was like, we need to make sure you drink like uh, sugar-free Powerade to keep your electrolytes up because you'll dehydrate really easily. I was like, what? And she was like, she goes, she goes, drink some salt water. Um, you know, and drink a Powerade. She goes, you'll be all right in a couple hours. And I was like, okay. So I did. Sure enough, I was fine. I just, my salt was low. My electrolytes were low. I mean, I was just dehydrated because you're literally eating, you know, meat, cheese, and eggs. I mean, that's all I was eating. Right. And, I, but I, but I wasn't taking in enough electrolytes to keep those, you know, to balance that, those levels out. What's the, what's one of the biggest misconceptions that it, when you say that if you're doing a keto diet? Well, uh, one of the big things is when they find out I've been doing it for as long as I have. Well, I thought that was a short-term thing. I thought you were only supposed to do it for a little while. Um, another One of the big ones is, why aren't you worried about your heart? Yeah. Worry about a heart attack. You're, you're going to have a heart attack eating all that meat and all that fat. Um, I think that's one of the big ones. Well, 
because you know and and you know if and rogan's talked about this a lot too you know the the american heart association you know that is the reason we have all these these fears of you know all this red meat's gonna you know give you high cholesterol and heart disease and all this other shit um you know they when they you know do those studies they don't take into account all the shit that you eat with that steak you know all the shit you eat with that burger it's it's the carbs you know i mean it's 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 the bread it's the pasta the potato you know it's it's all these different carbs that that you you know who doesn't have a steak and baked potato and there's also a lot of things that they don't there's a lot of confounders they don't take into account too like a lot of those studies they don't take they don't ask do you smoke cigarettes yeah they don't ask do you drink a fifth of whiskey a day (laughs) you know i mean there's a lot of things that they don't take into account um I mean, there's a lot of things that Ansel Keys got wrong with that heart health hypothesis back in the 40s, which really led to, um, you know, the culmination of the American Heart Association. I mean, if it wasn't for Keys, the American Heart Association wouldn't be what it is, especially without Procter & Gamble. It wouldn't be what it was. I think they gave him like $1.7 million in the 40s to start the American Heart Association. Yeah. So, and what does Procter & Gamble make? Crisco. Yeah. So they pushed their Crisco. They got in all, you know, they, that's heart healthy, you know, animal fats, lards and stuff aren't heart healthy, but Crisco is. And so, I mean, that jump started the American Heart Association, started pumping out all, you know, all this research and such. And they started getting in the ears of all the Congress people. And in the eighties, they came out with all that, that, uh, you know, the low fat diet and everything. And, and if you look at from the eighties up, obesity is just gone through the roof. Yeah. So. It's kind of like what how the um, the dairy industry got in with all the the schools, and that's one thing I watched in the documentary. It was yeah. about that. It was like yeah, for sure. There was really no like it was always it's like everything else. It's like hey, we're gonna give you a ton of money, but we want to make sure we're in all your schools. Right. Like okay, yeah, milk's great, healthy for yeah. you. And I get it, but. I don't know. I haven't drank milk since I watched the documentary. There's a ton of sugar in it. People don't realize that for eight ounces of milk, there's 12 grams of sugar. Well, and also is is some of the enzymes levels of how high they allow it. You know the you know the blood mixture that's actually in it. That how high of a level it can be and stuff like that. And I'm good. Yeah, I haven't had milk since I think uh, I think it's been two weeks. Yeah. Now now, do you think? Of course, like when I was when I was on it. And of course, I never really paid much attention to it. My wife, you know, obviously she does the grocery shopping. Um, I would just tell her, okay, I want to eat this this week. And she would order it. It would come. Um, But so she read a lot of the labels, you know, trying to find those hidden sugars, you know, those hidden carbs and shit. And I ate a lot of cottage cheese when I was when I was on it. And I mean, I, I mean, in your experience, is that I mean, how does that you know, I mean, it's dairy, but it's I mean, it's not like it's not pure milk, but. I mean, does that have a lot of sugar in it? Well, you got to be careful with cottage cheese because they're not all the same. Yeah. So we'll buy co- we'll buy cottage cheese to make those like those like little egg cup things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't make them too often, but I, I got a sous vide now, so I was going to make some of those as I got around to it. Yeah. Um, but we get the like the 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 most expensive whatever I can't remember the name of it is. They make uh, the they make the sour cream too. Uh, Daisy, I think it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, say, I mean, it's got the lowest amount of carbs per, yeah. and it's got the most simple ingredients in it, too. Uh-huh. A lot of the store brands, they'll have extra stuff in them, too. Yeah. So you'll just kind of read the ingredients. If it has, whichever one has the least amount of ingredients that looks right, that's usually what you want to go with. Yeah. 
Now I know, you know, I watched uh, your, you know, obviously follow you on social media, and there for there for a long time, you were you were posting your your hauls, yeah, for when you'd go and buy it and getting pork belly and and I mean just freaking look delicious. And that's one thing I could never find. I can't find pork belly anywhere. Dude, Costco. Is it Costco? Costco has them in 10-pound slabs. No way. That's the only reason I got a Costco membership. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't been in here yet. <laughs> oh, really? I think, I, no, I, I haven't either. I think we have a membership, but uh, we have memberships in places I don't even know. Yeah. Their steaks are great, too. Oh, are they really? Yeah. they. You can buy a whole ribeye that's like, like a, a whole huge thing and just cut it yourself. Yeah. And you'll save a couple dollars per pound. Oh, wow. I mean, it's going to, you get ribeye, it's probably like 200 bucks for the slab, but yeah. you just cut it down, we freeze them up. So now, what do you, uh, I know um, you did a lot of fasting. Yeah, I do like fasting. And I mean, I, uh, you know, I did, you know, I do, I do, I, ugh, God, my words this week, man, I'm struggling. Um, but I did a lot of intermittent, intermittent fasting, but I never did like, you know, days, you know, like 24 hours, 48. My wife did a seven day fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought she was out of her mind. I was like, you're going to die. <laughs> and she's like, no, she's like, I'm full ketosis. Like I'm fine. And, you know, and she would drink, you know, like a Powerade or a sugar-free Powerade or something to keep her electrolytes and shit up. Uh, but I mean, she didn't eat for seven days and that seventh day, um, it was like she hadn't ate for seven days. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? But she, but she also had to take, you know, had to take it easy because if you don't haven't had food for seven days and you can't just pile in a bunch of food. Oh yeah. It's called refeeding syndrome. Yeah. So I've done two seven day fasts and a 13 day fast. Damn. The 13 day fast, I was planning on it being 21 days, wow. but I made it to 13 days and I didn't feel right. So I was like, well, you have to listen to your body. Yeah. You can't try to be all, you know, let the bravado get in your way. Well, I'm going to do my 21 days because I felt like shit. Really? So I'm like, okay. So I did, you know, and you are right. When you break a fast, especially something that long, I broke it the first night. I had like a cup of broth. It was extra thick, uh, like bone broth uh-huh. with, uh, you know, with salt, plenty of salt in it. And I had put up, I kind of like uh, mixed an egg in with it. Mm-hmm. So it was like just broth with an egg and I had that. And then the next day I did the same thing, and then the third day, then that's when I started to eat. Oh, just yeah. Just to yeah. make sure, because you want to get your digestive tract to start again. Yeah. Because it shuts down. I mean, the main reason you want to do it for, and why people do the longer fasts, is for the autophagy effect. So, like, basically, your body, your cells will start to break down damaged proteins, damaged cells. You know, anything that doesn't really belong that kind of just kind of stays around if you're not getting in that kind of that kind of state. So. Yeah. And for me, being so big, I'm trying to mitigate how much loose skin I might have. Now, there's not a lot of studies out there showing that. Yeah. But I know what it can do. I mean, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper and less invasive than having the skin removal surgery. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I see the pictures and it looks awful. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Isn't it like, isn't it like, um, if you, like the more water you drink, won't that help with that, that elasticity in the skin? Is that is that true? Or is that I just, don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't drink a set amount of water or anything. I don't. I drink to thirst. So if I'm extra thirsty that day, I'll drink more water. If I'm not thirsty, I really don't drink. Yeah. And if I'm feeling a certain way, then I'll add some salt to my water. Uh-huh. I mean, you get to a point too where it just kind of tastes good. Yeah. Which I never thought would be a thing. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, because it kind of took off. But I think that's. Um, is there is there like certain 
like was there a certain book or a certain guide that you had when you first started or something because you know when the craze hits then everybody under the sun's an expert right right and obviously you've done really really well out of yourself is there um something that like you follow that you trusted because that's the biggest thing is because you're making a big health change and the biggest concern is like someone like me who's had a bunch of health issues to make that change you're always worried about your body right uh, I mean, when I started, I mean, there wasn't as much out there. I mean, there's some dudes out there that have put out a bunch of books. I didn't really read any of them. I, I just kind of went to podcasts, and I was listening to kind of people's firsthand experience. What are they going through? You know, people that didn't, weren't trying to sell me anything. I think that's kind of the important thing for me is um, what can I, you know, what can i learn from somebody else's experience what can i take away from what they got right and what they got wrong Because everybody's body's different right and that's the hardest thing about diets and certain things like that even exercise everybody's body's different because i've had three surgeries knee still gone shoulder still gone other parts feet or whatever and that's where my weight actually came from taking painkillers because i wasn't never taught that what happens when you're on them your metabolism slows down but you're constantly hungry. So you're like, oh, wow, I'm hungry. And you just get in that habit of always eating. So I think I've dropped like 20 pounds, but a lot of it was by <laughs> changing the dose of the medicine that I took. Right. And it's so weird that that one little, the pills you're taking four times a day, you change the, um, you know, the amount of the milligrams in the pill and then it start making you feel better. Right. Or making you not as hungry. Yeah. So, I mean, because I found a picture of myself when I was 18 the other day and I sent the AP and at that moment in time. And then it was just like in 18 to 30, it's a big difference. We know that. But still, though, there's your body still can react because I know he lost a lot of weight. My wife's done it and friends of uh, that we know have done it, have done the keto diet. And um, what would if someone's going to start, what would I mean, like, what would you recommend them doing? Like, first and foremost, well, I mean, not get overwhelmed. I mean, it's really easy to do. I know we did it. When we started, we went out and bought all the shit that everybody's like, we bought the almond flour. The, oh, yeah. We bought everything. We have every kind of sweetener you can imagine, you know? I mean, just going overboard, buying anything and everything we thought we would need, anything that everybody's talking about. My whole thing is... is it's cheesy as it is, but I mean, just keep it as simple and easy as you can. You know, just like what you were saying, just like meat, eggs, cheese. Yeah. I mean, it's really that easy. I mean, meat, eggs, cheese. If you like vegetables, Brussels sprouts, mm. broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, you know, just, you yeah. know, how good Brussels sprouts are cooked with some onions oh, and yeah. some bacon in there. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of butter. That's, yeah, we, we got yeah. on those, man. But I, my, and my biggest thing, was because, I mean, if I'm going to do something, like I go, like, I want to go full, full bore, you know what I mean? I don't want to do any carbs, you know, I want to do straight, you know, all just, you know, fats and proteins. And um, I kind of did that for a little bit. And I don't know, my body, I, I, I didn't, I, like you said, I didn't feel right. Like something I was like, and I was telling my wife, I was like, man, I just, I don't know. I was like, like, I mean, I feel like, okay, but I like, I feel like I'm only at like, like 80 percent did you feel a little lethargic a, a little bit and even Cause i remember it, i was talking about it you felt like i you felt like everything slowed down like a little bit it was like i mean that was even like way past what a, you know would have could have been keto flu you know what i mean right. it was just like 
I don't know because I mean I, I was quite a far, quite a bit into it before I was like I was like man I love this like this is like this it's a, it's a lifestyle you know I mean it really is I mean this is just like it's not it's not the ketogenic diet this is just how I eat right you know it is and I I didn't feel right and you know I told my wife I was like man I think I'm gonna have to go off this I just I don't know something ain't and she was like well what are you eating you know and I kind of laid it out to her and she was like you need carbs she was your body you what you need you need carbs. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm not eating. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, eat vegetables. Yeah. She goes, you get your carbs from vegetables. I was like, the vegetables ain't got no carbs in them. <laughs> She's like, yeah, they do. <laughs> She's like, yes, they do. So I would, I would eat like, uh, like half a head of broccoli every day. That's what I did. Just raw, just cut it off, eat it. That's what I ate after that. Once I started doing that, took me about four or five days, started feeling fine again. I was 100 percent because that's the thing about it is, is like when you are you know fully you know uh fully in ketosis like you got a lot of energy yeah i mean you've got a lot of energy and the crazy thing to me about it was that um i wasn't hungry right like i literally had you know i mean i mean you would get hungry and there was a lot of times where um i would eat even though i wasn't hungry because i, I you know i was like okay i've been without food you know too long so i thought you know, but in all reality, I didn't need it because my body was feeding off the fat that it already had in it, and all I was just fasting. You know, but in in my mind, you know, you ate three meals a day or six meals, you know, six small meals. You know, that was always my thought. Well, when you're in full ketosis, like no, you don't you don't have to eat. Your body will tell you when, like, hey, we need something else. And but you know, like you said, you got to listen to it, right? But the and I, the hardest part for me uh, was coming off of sugar. That's difficult. I mean, I mean, sugar is a hell of a drug. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for real. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I was drinking a rock star every day. Oh I was, yeah. And then you know, I, and I work in an office, so I'm always looking. Was always looking for candy. You know, who's got snacks? Who's got this? You know, like well, noon comes around, you're like getting drowsy. Yep. Two o'clock comes around, you're getting drowsy. You're like going oh, to yeah. get sodas with caffeine and sugar. And then that was one of the biggest like kind of wake up calls I had when I when I when I finally got into full ketosis was two o'clock rolled around and I was fine. Yeah. I wasn't hungry. Uh-uh. I wasn't sleepy. I wasn't drowsy. And I was like, it's almost like did you notice like the there's like that cloud that kind of lifts off you a little bit too? You don't even yeah. realize it's there and then when it's gone, you're like, it's like somebody took like a veil off you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, absolutely, man. I've never nobody's ever said that to me, but yes, totally. Uh because there was um I don't know, I've always and like now and of course now that I'm not like quite on it because of my meds, I've had to get off of it. Like it's it, it's literally almost like it, it it's almost like the world is cloudy right now. Like just like when you look at stuff, like it just doesn't seem like things are as clear as they were when I was full ketosis. I mean, it, it's it is like you walking around in a fog. You know what I mean? Um, it, I, it's it's hard to explain because no, it, I get it because like we talked about it happened to me. Not with that, but when I came down off my medicine, yeah, and like you said to me, like all of a sudden you just don't like because I took some out of my body that was in it, and all of a sudden I was like, wow, like I don't, 
Like I felt that. Like his conversations were clearer. Yeah. Right. And his thoughts were more connected. Yeah, because you, you're shoving something in your body that's not necessarily too much in your body. And your body is like just all of a sudden you just, and all of a sudden some, and then you take it out of it. And you're just like, wow, like that was really affecting me that much, you know, and you don't realize it. Kind of like when, um, like my wife would take in, uh, drinking caffeine or whatever. And it was just like, she could not, she struggled to stay awake because she quit because of the caffeine because she doesn't like coffee so she would just have um like a coke or something like that and you know my wife's not overweight or anything like that but she just like when she quit drinking caffeine she was just gone and she did keto for keto and she's kind of back on a little bit now she would just be gone like asleep and that's what she struggles with she gets energy but it's like at night that's where she struggles with it yeah i mean it's you know like i said with with uh you really have a lot more energy like once like once I was in full ketosis, like I didn't, I really didn't need that morning coffee. Right. I mean, I, I literally, I woke up and it was just like, boom, I'm out of bed and I was ready to go. And I've never been like that in my life. I mean, I used to have to set my alarm clock on the other side of the room. <laughs> so I would have to get out of bed and get that blood flowing to go over there and shut that dude off. I need to get Colin in ketosis then. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> He's 14. I mean, they both got six packs, so they're healthy kids. Well, yeah. But you think about like the patterns of the kids now. And my kids are blessed because, I mean, I was in great shape until injuries and stuff like that. So that's what warns me. worries me is we don't talk to kids about it as much, right? Right. Because they're in great. A lot of, I mean, I know obesity has been on the rise, but like kids that are, are in shape, they're like, oh, I can eat whatever, have two Big Macs, whatever, and gain no weight. But I don't think we prepare those kids who are not used to being a, that gain weight is easy. Like, hey, like, you need to change your habits. Because I've seen them kill like two, two, two liters of Coke in a night, but between the two of them and clad a whole cabinet of cookies, and they won't gain any weight. Yeah, but I think a lot of times is as they get older, and all of a sudden they don't know how to eat because they're so used to nothing. Is what happened to me too because I didn't gain weight forever, and I'm like, oh, I'm good, dude. But it totally catches up with you because I. So when you know, so we've got three kids. We have an older daughter, a middle boy, and a younger boy. And so when we started this, the oldest girl was kind of already moved out. So because we've got the youngest is 14 now, and then the the, the oldest boy who's in IU right now, so he's kind of still ish kind of doing the keto but not as much because it's d- more difficult for him so it's, it's probably more expensive. harder yeah it's more expensive to try to eat that way at school yeah and but the youngest boy eats what we eat and he made a huge transformation really I mean, he was super chunky and you know real you know just real pudgy and he did you know he was mad because we stopped bringing all the ice cream and the cookies and everything in the house. <laughs> yeah. He was so mad. He was like, oh, he would just yell at me every night I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. And, you know, and then one day we, you know, we look at him about a year later and he's like totally slimmed out and like his shoulder blades are sticking out like a pterodactyl. What? And it was just ridiculous. I've got it on my Instagram. I'll, I'll show it to you. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, you know, just the transformation of the kids alone. I mean, that was huge for me. Um, I mean, they give me a lot of shit for this, but uh, I mean, you know, they'll say, well, you know, so-and-so got a fly, but they wouldn't if they were keto. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. Dude, that, that's my, uh, my wife now is vegan. Um, and uh, she, um, my kids all the time now, it, it's kind of, it, it kind of sucks a little bit because like the teach like a teacher or, or somebody will say, you know, something about the food and one of them will go, is that vegan? And it's like, oh, this is one of these people. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
but you know they they but you know my, my wife had to do it for some other reasons but um i do have a question because we did have a a thought and it actually clicked with me on facebook uh but one of our followers niecy um says her husband uh has lost 22 pounds so far uh but she has stalled now i know that can be an issue um and i can't remember i can't remember what it's called but you know you do get to kind of you or you can you don't always but you get to a certain point where you just stall for like a long time, you know, a long time in your mind, a couple of weeks, right. uh, you know, three weeks, a month where you haven't really lost any weight. And isn't there something I can't remember what it's called, but it's almost like I think it is almost called like a whoosh where you t- where you eat um, like you eat like a pro like a protein bomb or something like you make this. I don't know have you heard of this where like it, it reactivates your stuff and where you start losing weight again. I well, can't, I mean, well, the true definition of a stall is like usually more than six to eight weeks. Mm. So, I mean, if you haven't, so, I mean, if you're losing a lot in the beginning, people really get that, that rush, I'm losing all this weight, I'm losing all this weight, I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing. And then your body kind of goes, all right, your body kind of goes into like a mode where, all right, we're, we, this is new. Let's see what's going on. Let's get the, it starts to get adjusted. And then, you know, then you're losing about five pounds a month or, you know, maybe 10 pounds a month. And it's not that 20 pounds in a month like you did at the beginning. Yeah. And then people kind of start to get frustrated if they lose a pound in a week. But I mean, realistically, I can step on a scale in the same day and, and fluctuate by 10 pounds. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Depending on what I ate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I could. I There was days where I would just. And I, I tried not to weigh myself because I didn't really care. Like I just I could tell that I that I looked different and I felt better. So I didn't I didn't really worry about it so much, but um, there were days where like in the morning I just you know step on a scale. Hey, what am, you know what am I at? I ain't weighed myself in a while, and you know my weigh you know 175 pounds. Well, I you know that night I'd be like I'll oh, see what I weigh now. Jump on it, and I would be close to like 185, right? Depending on how much you know what I'd ate during the day and and, and you know whatever. But yeah, I mean I I, I would fluctuate, but um, you know I have. I've, we've had uh, God. I don't. I don't. I can't even count how many people we've we we got onto the keto diet when uh, we were both on it. Um, but uh, my buddy's wife, uh, Jess, she's. I can't remember how much. I think she's down. God, man, I want to say like sixty or eighty pounds. And you know she's been doing it for about a year, and she's like just firm believer. She's like, I will never go back. Uh, I've got another buddy, Sproles. He went on it. He was a big dude, and I just saw him. Well, I saw him the other day, last Sunday at the open house, and um, it's like a totally different person. I mean, it's just amazing at just eating this way at how dramatic it changes the body. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just insane. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, have you? I mean, have you? I mean, how many people have came to you and been like, "How do I do this?" I've, I mean, I've had people in other countries contact me. For real? Yeah. I mean, I've had a guy in Canada. I've had, you know, it's just weird. I mean, you'll have people that you do know that, you know, that'll watch and see what you're doing. Like, well, I see what you're doing. And I mean, and you'll have people come and ask, well, what is it that you're doing? And you'll go there, you'll walk them through, you'll explain it to them. And then they'll be like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, and then I have, I mean, then I've had people that, you know, that have come to me and they, you know, I've helped, you know get them started and they've done amazing things so i mean 
it's just a lot of great stuff happening with it i think dude the biggest the biggest thing that i heard um for uh oh live feed froze uh but the biggest thing that i heard uh from um the uh most people that i would try to get on it was that um they didn't want to give up pasta they yeah. like just absolutely 100% did not want to give up pasta and i just could not believe that was the one thing well thing well thing about it though is i don't know it's like i well, I can't give up pasta but you'll divorce some a human being think about that oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure you know what i'm saying yeah and that's where i'm like well i can't give that up like what do you mean you can't give it up well if they just quit making it i mean what would you do yeah i mean there's alternatives out there i mean there's like the shirataki noodles you can get yeah i mean they're not perfect and i mean realistically i mean like bread and pasta they're really just a vessel for what you put on them the sauce is what you like the meat you like the cheese you like whatever you're putting in that putting on that pasta is what you want i mean you can you can make like meaty like like real thick, meaty, saucy, you know, cheesy stuff, and that'll be just fine. I mean, you're not having the pasta, but you probably won't even notice it. Yeah. I mean, I make I mean, pizza things like that all the time. Like, most of my, I don't even like the, um, you know, the pasta. It's like you said, everything that's on top of it. Yeah. Like, KFC has that bowl of everything thrown in it. That's, like, that's my wheelhouse. Like, everything is goodness in there. But, I, I mean, people just make excuses. I mean, I'm a prime example of someone who's made excuses before, you know? Yeah. Uh, D- Nisi says zoodles are awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we bought a zoodle maker and we did everything. Oh, really? Yeah, this one of the little spiralizer thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I, but kind of back to her question, you know, she's, you know, sometimes I think you you uh, you kind of get into a mindset if you're you kind of take stock on what you're eating. Are you eating, you know, more than you need to? I mean, I know it's for someone like me. I love to eat, like eating a lot of food. Like I'll eat like two or three pounds of hamburger. Yeah. In a night, because I do like the I do intermittent fasting too. Usually, like twenty one hours a day, and eat within like a three hour window. Uh-huh. So all my stuff is in one meal. So I'll typically eat a large amount, and that suits me really well. But I'm not eating three meals a day that are large. You're just eating one. One, right? Um, so then I've got the twenty one hours of fasting behind that. So um, I think that just kind of making sure that you're not eating more than you really want to eat. I mean. Coming from someone who likes to eat a lot, I mean, that's kind of a difficult thing to do sometimes. Is there a certain time, they say you shouldn't, food and bedtime go hand in hand too, correct? Well, I mean, and that's the downside for me because I, my window is usually between like 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. So that's like three hours. So like when I'm getting off of work, getting home, making dinner for everybody, that gives me an opportunity to have dinner with the family. And then I don't have to meal prep and bring anything for work. I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, go out to lunch at work. I don't have to worry about food at work. So, I mean, it may not be the most optimal thing to do is eat and then go to bed shortly thereafter, but I don't think it's as bad because then you're going to fast for that 21 hours. Yeah. So you're not getting up at 9 a.m. and then putting, you know, Cheerios in there. Yeah, because I, I really, the thing is, I really don't eat really throughout the day. Yeah. Like today I had uh, beef jerky. And that's really all I've ate today was beef jerky. Yeah. You got to be careful with beef jerky. Yeah, you do. Beef jerky's a liar. It is. <laughs> no, I know it is. But like I, I'm not on any diet or anything like that. It's just the way my body works. Yeah. It all depends on when I take my medicine. Then like I took one 
before we started and like i just i got the most hungry feeling in the world and then i mean it goes away but it's just weird i mean how much did you did you incorporate exercise into it also well i mean when i first started like the first two years i went to the gym like four times i got a i went and got a membership at at, at planet fitness i think that's what it is the the yellow place yeah um and yeah. it's down the street from my house i went four times and then i'm like yeah and then uh and then i've been having a buddy of mine start teaching me how to lift weights and stuff do it right to get form and stuff so i can get it right so i don't hurt myself because i mean i want to get some strength in my you know some strength issues in my back and stuff to get things where they need to be and so that's kind of where i'm at now with that but exercise really hasn't been a factor for me i mean it kind of throws i mean there's the you know there's the there's a couple different factions with the keto people there's like you know, do calories matter? Do calories not matter? Is it a wholly a, you know, a hormonal imbalance that causes you to gain weight? Like the, you know, the insulin hypothesis and such. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, cause there's doctors who say, you know, there's people out there, research people who will say that it calories in calories out is 100%. And there's people who disagree with that. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. I don't even play one on TV. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just know what works for me, and I've seen what works for other people. Um, and I mean, if you want to work out, I mean, that's one thing I plan on doing. I'm looking at a couple things where I give, you know, would give me opportunity to be at a gym every day, and I kind of look forward to that, like a sauna and stuff. I really sauna's huge. Yeah. I really want that because yeah. I'm fucking freezing all the time. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm. I used to always be so hot. Yeah. Now I'm. You know, I'm freezing all really? the time. Yeah, I wonder what, what. I wonder why that. Why I'm, would the? I, don't, I mean, my hands are always cold. I mean, I don't know. It's just something, just something weird about it. I mean, I was always like super hot. Always, never wore a coat in the winter time, kind of person. Yeah. And now I'm wearing like I, I've got like three other hoodies in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Nisi says, um, <clears throat> she says she has super high energy. Uh, to the point that she doesn't need much sleep. Uh, said, like today, been up since 4 a.m. and not tired at all. Um, she says, it's been since the week after New Year's with no weight loss. Super frustrating, but no gain. Uh, so that makes me want to keep going. Plus, the energy is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just that idea that even if the scale isn't moving, a lot of cool stuff could be happening. you got the energy, mental clarity. You've got, you know, all the good things going i mean weight is kind of a the weight on the scale is not always a, a very uh, accurate indicator of things that are happening i mean you could be losing body fat but still be gaining you know incremental amounts of muscle that weigh about the same i mean yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if she's working out or doing whatever she's doing but i mean i don't know and i don't know where she is in her journey what she's wanting to be where her ultimate goals are but yeah i think you know i think she's got the right attitude just be patient I mean, that's the, I've been doing this for two and a half years and I've still got about another 60, 70 pounds I want to lose. Yeah. At least to kind of want to get to about 200 pounds or so. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm wearing pants that are smaller than I was wearing in high school. So, I mean. That's oh, awesome. really? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, awesome. that's huge for me. I mean, you know, I was wearing a 42, now I'm wearing a 40, maybe a 38. So. Yeah, damn, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I. It's, this is, it. it have you noticed any like has anybody had any problems because i've had a couple i've had a couple people that have had to get off of my wife being one of them 
um, that kind of developed some problems from them from it. Right. Um, but the two people that I know that have developed problems from it are also two people who um, have taken a lot of supplements in their life. Uh, as far as it, it could have been like diet pills or could have been, you know, different, uh, you know, energy supplements for working out or like all this, diff- you know, all this kind of shit. Um, and it, it really seems like it's only affected, at least of the people that I know of, it's only affected those two people that have done stuff like that. Hmm. I mean, because like me, like I didn't, I mean, you know, I did a lot of dumb shit growing up, but, um, you know, I didn't take a lot of those supplements like that. And I like like for instance like my wife, um, you know she developed um, like a like a acid reflux problems, and um, you know ended up uh, well I thought she was having a heart attack one day, and <clears throat> she comes into the room holding her chest and like crying and I'm like what? Well she was eating a piece of meat, and she's eating roast with ketchup on it, and got choked. And she said it happened a bunch before, but she'd always <clears throat> been able to get it to go away. And uh, but she couldn't this time. And so, I mean, we like, you know, this was all said after the fact. But at the time, you know, she thinks she's having a fucking heart attack. So that's what it feels like. You know, yeah. you get shit costume. You, you yeah, I, I have the same thing. It's the scariest thing in the yeah. world. And uh, so she kind of developed these issues. Well, then that just starts steamrolling. And she couldn't she couldn't eat. Uh, she couldn't eat cheese. She couldn't eat meat. Uh, now it's got to the point where she can't eat eggs, and now it's to the point where she's vegan. Well, the other girl that had that was having the same issues, she got to the point where she could only eat vegan. Well, so you know, my wife had like the scope and shit, and um, uh, they said, okay, we well, got acid reflux, you got an ulcer, you got you know all this shit, right? And so, you know, saying she has too much acid. Well, here over the last few weeks. Like just the thing, actually, the last couple of months, like the thing she's been telling me, I'm like, I don't think you have too much acid. I don't think you have enough. Right. That's usually what causes most acid reflux is your body doesn't have enough. Yeah. So it overcompensates and then floods. It's like I had, I was on like, I was on uh, Harbor Medicine for like 20 years. Oh, damn. From like, well, shortly after high school until about a year and a half ago. Wow. So I was finally able to stop taking it. Did you notice any like weird side? I mean, did you get any side effects from it? Because that was one thing she was worried about. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean. I've had mine since 99. That's roughly about how long I had mine. So mine like, was yeah. caused from anxiety, creating too much acid in my stomach, which would work its way up. And that's what it would damage my esophagus because I would get myself so worked up where the ass would keep building up, building up. And plus the flap that's right there. Most people's clothes, mine was kind of damaged, so mine was open. So that's what caused it, yeah. So I still have heartburn. Like, there's certain things I cannot eat. If I eat it, I wake up in the middle of the night, can't breathe. Yeah. It's, it's awful. Even mm-hmm. even taking over the even taking the medicine I'm supposed to take, it's, it's that bad. So that's the reason I lost some weight, because I, I can't eat certain Like, I don't eat chocolate. I don't eat candy. I don't eat anything like that, because that'll just eat me up. See, that, that like, that's uh my uh, my wife's you know like she she can't have dairy you know what i mean and that was like a big part of that's a big part of our diet you know i mean it was the cheese you know i mean it it was not not all cheese because not all cheese is created equal right um but you know the the cheese that we could eat you know she now no longer can could eat that stuff because of that dairy well so that 
kind of leads me to the my conclusion which i've had now is that she doesn't have enough stomach acid because i don't know back in july i got sick and didn't know really why but just like all of a sudden uh i couldn't eat tomatoes nightshades and so i was like i was like man this is so weird and i had um I had kind of slowly gotten off of keto because of the whole Adderall thing and I was losing too much weight and it was kind of, I was like, this is kind of a little scary. I don't know if I should be doing both of these, but I needed the Adderall because I was taking a class. And so I kind of got off of keto there for a little bit and uh, I had pizza one day and it, I I thought I was going to fucking die. Like the pain that was coming from my stomach up my throat was, was so intense. And you remember there's those two weeks there was these two weeks where I was just sick as fuck, man. And I kept, I always heard people say, uh, you know, take uh, um, uh, apple cider vinegar. Yeah. And so, you know, we happened to have some at the house. I came home from doing a show and I felt like shit the entire way through the show. And this is two weeks in. And I'm thinking, man, I've got some, I don't know if I got the flu. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. And so I came home and uh, took uh, two tablespoons of uh, apple cider vinegar. And within five minutes, felt completely fine. All that pain went away. Everything started going away. Well, so then here recently, uh, my wife had some had tomatoes. You know, it's a it's comes from the ground. She can eat it. Got real bad heartburn again. She was down for like two days with it. And so then it finally clicked with me. I was like, you don't have enough stomach acid. You have to drink this apple cider vinegar. Well, she doesn't like the taste of it, so ordered. Oh God! So I ordered her pills. You can just, well, yeah. We, well, I was buying the pills too because my lady was wanting. Because when we started, when we started the keto thing, we were doing everything they said, right? We were taking like the apple cider vinegar supplements. We were doing all kinds of shit, right? So we were just doing everything, trying to make sure that we were doing it the best way we could. We're supposed to, you know, do it all the way right. So she was doing that, and I'm like, I was taking them too, because I remember I had heartburn when I was younger, and I was, I was like. I'm going to try whatever I can try to make this shit go away because it sucks. Yeah. So I was like, I remember taking a sh- like a shot of vinegar. I didn't, I don't know what apple cider vinegar was at the time, but shot of vinegar, it went down and it burned all the way down and came right back up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, no. That, so, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think with her, I mean, w- stomach issues is, is going to be a lot of like the gut bacteria and how they're reacting to food. Yeah. Um, and, Maybe I mean being vegan for a while, see how that works, because uh, I mean, but there's some there. I mean, there's some definite downsides to that. I mean, there's some nutrients you're not going to get. Some um, that's one thing that I worry about with veganism is, uh, you know, just some of the stuff that I mean, you're not getting everything that you really need to. Some of the stuff from meat and all that stuff. I and, feel like she. I feel and she's she's prone to being anemic. Yeah. So her iron levels is really. I've been I've, I've been on her like you need to go to the doctor. You've got to get your levels checked. Yeah, so I mean, and I mean, you know, and you can eat all the spinach you want, but I mean, like, like you're going to need like a truckload of spinach versus like a steak. Yeah. I mean, just because it's the bioavailability of the of the iron that's in some spinach is not there like it is in a steak. Yeah. Your body can break down that, that meat better than it could break down that plant because we're not ruminant animals. We're not designed to eat that stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, and, you know, the whole... The whole thing was with her was that um, she needed to get her um, acidity. Is that a word? Yeah. Acidity level down. 
and like all you know all these all the keto foods all really even you know you wouldn't think cheese has a high acidic level but it does and you know not all some and like like meat you know and all it like really has really high you know acidic levels well with her thinking her shit was too high so she wanted to go do something that was really low and it's helped her i mean she hasn't had any heartburn she hasn't had any of this shit but she ain't eating you know what i mean she's eating right. fucking plants all the time and it, you know and like you said i mean she's she i can tell a difference in her appearance uh from being on keto to being on plant-based like she does not look like she has any life in her i mean is she eating grains and stuff or she just yeah or she, or she, or no, she, she like bread she, and yeah, everything she, well no uh but she's eating um oh like she'll like, well she'll eat like french fries yeah you know she'll she'll eat a french fry um you know or she'll have a potato uh, so I mean, she I mean she is getting you know those 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 that starchy you know carb stuff, um, and I mean she dropped weight like crazy, <laughs> it was you know but it's unhealthy weight loss you know it's it's you're you're just you're more or less starving yourself yeah and I mean she really had to figure out how much more she needed to eat you know than what versus being on keto. But I, you know, I, I think once once she goes to the doctor, we can kind of get some of these things straightened away. I think she'll be back on keto because she loved it. Right. I mean, it was it was it, it's so easy, you know. I mean, like I eat I eat a salami and cheese every day for lunch for the longest time because I got to take my lunch and it's it's easy, you know. I I can, I can get a thing, I can slice it up, or I, you know, sometimes I would buy you know the pre sliced at the store. It's not the greatest for you, but. Um, it, you know, some of it is, you know, and so I mean, I, I literally, I still to this day eat salami and cheese. Like I had salami and cheese uh, uh, yesterday for lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it tastes so good. <laughs> you can't deny it, you know. But it, it's it's you know, I, I just I don't want to force people onto it, but I just want I want everybody to be informed because I think it is great, and I think I th- you know it's not for everybody, but. Man, it's helped a lot of damn people. I mean, it's only going to work for you if you wanted to, really. I mean, if that's what you—I mean, if you put your mind to it, it's going to be what it is. I mean, I mean, you can't force people to do anything. I mean, that's why—that's kind of why I, I share the way I do in my social media with my Instagram and and Facebook and <clears throat> and you know my Facebook's locked down. It's only people that I know, but uh, I mean my main Facebook page. But but my Instagram, I just share my food and I share progress pictures every once in a while when I get those and. And I mean, I just want to help people. I mean, because I, people that might be where I was, that you know, that might be looking at surgery or maybe think there's no way, there's no help for them. Yeah. I mean, you know, you feel that way. You get big, and you're just like, well, this is my life now. I guess it'll be over soon. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of desolate. I mean, it is like, you know, because my mom passed away um, in 2013, and uh, she had had weight problems her whole life and heart issues and stents and all like strokes and all kinds of stuff. So I was like, well, I'm 400 some pounds. That's probably going to be my fate too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that kind of, you know, that kind of motivation, that sort of self motivation is, is big because, you know, you're kind of like, well, it's either do this. And if it works for me and I feel all right, then I'm probably not going to die as soon as I thought I was. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> No, I mean, I, I mean, I hear you, man. It's, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that that 
think there is no hope you know what i mean and you know in all reality man it's just it's just changing it's just eating a different way you know you don't even have to work out i didn't work out i mean you, you know you, you said you haven't worked out right and it's just a, it's just a matter of staying true to that diet you know what i mean because if you cheat you're just fucking yourself over is that i mean and especially in the beginning like even like if i had like you know maybe an extra serving of vegetables or something or extra serving of something that that was a little more carby than normal, I would feel the next day. Yeah. And you really do. Now, I mean, two years in, it's two plus years in, it's not as bad. Your body's a little more able to process it. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, being true to it, um, not lying to yourself about it, that's a big piece of it too. I mean, you're, you know, you, you know, you see what you're putting into your body. You know what you're doing. Um, yeah, I mean... That and trying to keep it affordable. Yeah. Because I think that's a big people think people is too expensive. But I'm a cheap dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I get it, man. Yeah, I just, it, it, I mean, it, I mean it, it can get expensive, you know, unless, you know, you, you, there's ways to do it cheaply. There is. But if you calculate you know? how many times you eat out and you calculate some of the other things that you cut out, and I guarantee most people are like, oh, wow. Because you, you think about, you know, how many how many how many certain coffees that you have or how many certain, you know, meals because it's at what is it now, about twelve bucks by yourself to eat at most oh, fast food pretty places. Pretty much, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Let I me mean, think about it. So if you're if you eat out so many times a week and how many how much a soda is, a fountain drink is, everything adds up or whatever, and that's where the and that's where they're like, Well, it's too expensive. I mean but if you actually eat at home, period, even if you're not on a diet, then your money will go down that way. And if you're already eating at home and you're eating still, you know, the basics of keto, then, I mean, there shouldn't be a problem with it. No, I mean, that's and that's the thing, too, man. I mean, you know, even if it is, you know, that food is a little bit more expensive a week, like me cutting out fast food, us cutting out going out to eat as a family, like, dude, it, 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 if it doesn't balance it out, you know, it actually lowers how much money you're spending on food. Oh, definitely. And that, I mean, and depending on what your budget is, we don't buy the organic. We don't buy the free range. We don't buy all that. We, you know, I buy the like the 10 pound Walmart tubes of hamburger because it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Because we were buying like five of those at a time, cutting them up, put them in the freezer. Uh, you know, eggs, eggs on sale, 79, 89 cents for 18 eggs, buying six of those. Yeah. Um, chicken thighs that kind of stuff with the, with the bone-in skin on they're way cheaper it's like 99 cents a pound oh wow yeah um cooking those up in lard getting the skin all crispy you know being fat um i mean just trying to be you know getting you know frozen vegetables as opposed to fresh i mean just the fresh because one the frozens are going to last longer yeah yeah we that's that's one thing that we did we did find out yeah so I mean, they're gonna last longer. They're gonna—I mean, you're gonna cook them anyway, most likely. You're gonna eat if you someone like you—if you want to eat broccoli every day and you want to eat raw broccoli, you just buy that and eat it raw. Then if you're gonna cook it later, buy the frozen stuff and cook it or whatever. Yeah, and that's and that's what we ended up doing because she would, she you know, the wife would buy, um, you know, like the like green beans or you know or or something, you know, because it's something that the kids would also eat. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I mean, she would buy like. Uh, a head or you know a bundle of uh, broccoli and one of cauliflower and you know i would you know that was like my carbs for the day but then also at night you know if i did want a little snack 
you know, I would get um, like a, a salami and throw a little cream cheese on there. Um, you know, and then get some broccoli or some, you know, <clears throat> some cauliflower or, so, you know, something along those lines. And that was my snack, you know, and it, it, it totally once once you detox off of sugar, you no longer crave it. It's true. You you absolutely you absolutely do not. It was so crazy to me to to go, you know, to like now, you know, to where I am off of keto and I do feel like shit. And I should go back on it, but uh, you know, for some reason, I, I I just I don't know. I'm having a hard time committing to it again. Um, but you know, I have got back on sugar, and at night, there's no more. You know, that snack is no longer meat, cheese, and eggs. That right. snack is like, oh, where's the sugar? I want some sugar. I want something sugary. You know, nonstop. And like, I literally have to force myself to grab the salami, you know, or grab something, you know, along those lines. And it's just it's once it's it's so crazy that once you get off of sugar, how much weight you'll actually lose by not eating that sugar. Right. You know, it's like I'm saying you're drinking a beer right now. You know, that's fucking sugar. <laughs> you know, it's going to turn into sugar. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, well, at least the thing about that is, I mean, I think the that is not as bad because the alcohol will alcohol is generated from like a lot of the sugar. So like the whiskeys, the vodkas and stuff aren't so bad. Um, beer is most domesticated like light beers aren't too bad they're usually like about four to six carbs for 12 ounces or whatever so i mean you have like a tall boy it ain't, it's not gonna kill you yeah i mean i'll have whiskey every once in a great while i don't really drink much but because i mean it really does affect you more now too oh yes definitely yeah i did notice that big time when i was when i was full on well yeah when i when i was actually in ketosis I uh, and of course I for the first two months I was on keto I didn't drink at all and I mean I was just because I was like I was like we're gonna do this and I was like I'm losing this weight and um, the first time I drank I thought I thought oh I can handle it <laughs> and uh, boy I woke up the next day and I I probably had like six mix six drinks vodka vodka tonics and uh, boy that next day I felt it I mean it literally like I could drink like two drinks. And be good to go, and it it, it was the next day was rough. <laughs> that yeah. first that first go around, man. Uh, but we I do have Nisi's got another question here. Uh, she says, "What's your take on artificial sweeteners uh, like Mio in your water?" Uh, hubby made hubby made me a Cheeto or a keto cheesecake for Valentine's with powdered what urethritol erythritol. Okay, yeah. I mean, what you want to do is they're going to affect people differently. So like erythritol might bother somebody some way. It might kind of, kind of might, you know, could cause an insulin spike or could raise your blood sugar or something, but it may not do it to you. It may not do it to me. Um, same thing because there's stevia, erythritol, See, there's yeah. sucralose. Stevia is what I've used. I mean, this is like, cause I'm drinking this Gatorade Zero and it's got, uh, it's got sucralose in it. So it doesn't taste too bad. It doesn't bother me much. Yeah, no, I, I, and even even still to this day, going off of that much sugar, like I can't drink sugary drinks anymore. They taste disgusting to me. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. Like, I haven't had much sugar. I mean, I you know I'll drink I drink I drink Diet Pepsi, and you know which I'm trying to get off of it too, um, but uh, you know I'll drink it, and usually like you know in my coffee I'll, I'll put stevia in it. 
just because I can't taste the I can't coffee black just tastes horrible to me. Uh, my wife can drink it straight. Me too. Through the tap. Yeah. Uh, but I just I can't, and so I, I've kind of went you know the stevia route. Um, just because they say it's healthier for you than other shit, I don't know if it is or not. I mean, it comes from a plant. It's from a leaf. Yeah. So I've kind of I've kind of went that route, but um, you know, as far as sugary drinks again, like I had a Mountain Dew. Uh, it's probably been about three weeks ago now, and it was fucking disgusting. I can only imagine. But yeah. I drank it because I needed to stay awake, and it was just, it was like syrup. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you just tipped up a, a bottle full of Mountain Dew flavored syrup and poured it in your mouth. Mm. It was, oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> now, see, like, I was never a huge diet soda drinker, and I had cut out soda for a long time. Um, I was still drinking like a rock star a day, but I wasn't drinking sodas, and we didn't keep soda in the house. And then we had gone out. There's a there's a restaurant out in Brownsburg, that's that makes keto pizzas now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called Rockstar Pizza. They're phenomenal, amazing people. It's, we live in Brownsburg. Oh yeah. So it's right there for us. So yeah. we'll go. On my Instagram, I've like we bought like a pizza. We had a pizza party a couple weeks ago. We had like five of them, mm, and yeah. it was expensive, but yeah. <laughs> But they're doing all the work, and it's phenomenal. It's really good. And we had gone in there one day to, to have some. I took my 14-year-old in there one day, just me and him, and ordered a Diet Pepsi, and I took a sip of it, and I'm like, make, and I had him taste it. Like, is this diet? I was like, it didn't taste diet to me. Oh. And I'm like. You've been off it that long. Yeah. I was wow. like, I, I, don't, I didn't taste the diet. And yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's insane. Yeah, so Diet Pepsi doesn't taste like diet to me anymore. And I guess people who drink it all the time, it doesn't taste like, it just tastes like whatever it is that they, that yeah. they like now. So yeah. So now we have Diet Coke in the house. I don't like Diet Coke, though. So we have that in the house all the time. That keeps the lady happy. And Yeah. So I don't, I don't drink a lot of caffeine. I was, because I well, when I first started, one of my main things, what I think one of my things that was successful for me is I was drinking the Bulletproof coffee every day. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, like those uh, those big, like, uh, those 30-ounce steel tumblers you can get? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, they have, like, the Walmart brands and everything. And I was filling up one of those with coffee every day. Yeah. With, like, a half stick of butter and, like, tablespoons of coconut oil. Yeah. We were buying gallons of coconut oil at the time. <laughs> oh, from, damn. We having Amazon ship it to us for, like, yeah. $17. Yeah. So, we was, I was drinking that every day. I'm drinking one of those every single day. And I want to think that that was probably something that really helped me be successful without realizing it. Yeah. Because it was giving me all, you know, it was keeping me at a level of satiety that was keeping me from thinking about other foods all day and maybe yeah. going in. Because, you know, I work in an office. So, there's always maybe, there's, there's people bringing in donuts. There's always like oh, pitch-ins. Yeah. And yeah. they're always bringing in cookies and there's always leftovers and we have like a popcorn cart. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's all that kind of stuff all there. So that was one of those things that helped me every fuck day. You work at Chick E. Cheese or Chuck E. Cheese? I did work there at one point in time when I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like the most fabulous place on earth. We work. Is terrible. <laughs> <sighs> Nothing worse I, than other people's kids. I tell you, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a huge uh, fathead pizza. I love fathead pizza. And once I had, you know, that pizza. Like I didn't want any other pizza. Like we 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 had a cheat we had a cheat day one time, and I was like, let's get some Pizza Hut pizza. You know that just hand tossed. You know all this stuff on it, and we both ate it and got sick as fuck. Oh man! So give that go go get some. Uh, go to Rockstar and get some. I will. Of those. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to yeah. go out there. 
And they have uh, sandwiches too. They have uh, they have like they use their bread or the the, the dough or whatever to make like uh, you can get like buffalo chicken sandwiches. You can get like uh, steak and cheese sandwiches. Damn, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. I tell you the the best the best uh, here before we we wrap up the uh, the best fathead pizza that I made. I woke up one Saturday morning and if for some reason I just really wanted a breakfast pizza. And I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't make gravy. Like it's got, it's fucking got a full of flour. And so I sat there and of course, you know, I was like, well, I'll just go, I might go ahead and make the crust. And so like I'm making the crust and while it's in the oven baking, I still don't know what sauce I'm going to put on it. And I was like, how am I going to do this? What I can teach I, you to make gravy. Well, I was like, what, what can I do to make something that would taste good? And so I'm sitting there looking at the fridge and I see um, uh, uh, cream cheese, and I was like, I was like, okay, it's like cream cheese. I was like, I wonder if I take cream cheese and take heavy whipping cream and meld them together and make something with that, and we'll throw in a little garlic in it and uh, a little. Uh, I can't remember what I put another spice in there. Um, maybe actually it was just salt. Uh, threw in a little salt in there and made this nice little you know bowl of it. I poured it on there. Covered that dude in eggs, scrambled eggs, and bacon, and uh, I think I had some sausage on there too. I'm not sure. And it covered that dude in mozzarella cheese. Oh my god! I ate the entire thing myself. Oh wow! Oh, it, dude, it was so good. I don't know what it was about that cream cheese and that and that heavy whipping cream. Oh my god, dude! It was like the best tasting thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> it, it was, man. It was. It absolutely was. <clears throat> but I only I only got to make it one time. Just make it again. I know. I should. I got to get back on it. That's I, what I do when I'm thinking. I'll be I'll be laying in bed at night trying to go to sleep, and I'll be thinking about something, and I'll be like, I could make that. Mm. My inner fat guy comes out, and I'm yeah. like, mm, I'm gonna make that tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's so weird, man. Because like once you're <clears throat> once you're in it, and you you start learning more about the foods you can eat. I mean, because like I said, you know, earlier when you first get in, you really get overwhelmed. And because you're like, God, I don't know, like, well, how do I'm only, I can only eat this, but you know, and you really think like, you know, there's only like four or five foods you can eat. Well, out of those four or five foods turns into like, you know, a bunch of foods. And then it's like, oh shit, I can make this. Oh shit. I can substitute this for this. I was like, you know, well, hell, let's throw some avocado on this, get a little extra fat in this dude. And, you know, and just build and build and build. And I'm not kidding you by the time. Uh, my wife got off of it, or I got off of it, I guess. Um, dude, it was like every night was like a meal, you know? I mean, it was it was just the most beautiful spreads, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it was and it was all keto. And you just go, and you're just like, God, man, why ain't everybody doing this? Well, it's because it only took a year and a half to figure all this yeah, out. No shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But no, it, it's it's great. It's great if uh, it's great if you can commit to it, but you got to commit. You can't you can't half ass being keto. Once your body true. drops back out of ketosis, you got to start all over again. Yeah, it takes a while to get back in there. But you, they, I mean, and they've got they've got some supplements, you know, that you can take. You know, if you do have that cheat day, you know, it, you know, and you can take those supplements. I, you know, I don't, I don't recommend cheating that way. But in my recommendation, if you do do something like have a cheat day, make sure it's a planned cheat day. So like, okay. So, like, instead of being like, okay, well, I'm just going to go by tonight and I'm just going to, on the spur of the moment, stop by Taco Bell or yeah. whatever it is, you know, whatever your old, whatever your old hangups were, right? Yeah. So, like, 
Shannon and I, you know, we'll do, uh, like, we're planning on, like, in June, like, once a year, we go get the sushi. Okay. You know, that's not something that we should be having, but we plan it for our, because our birthdays are close together, so we're like, well, let's go get sushi. We really love sushi. So, we, we plan it, so it doesn't become, well, you know, we, we, we did it yesterday, so we should do that tomorrow, too, you know? Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it doesn't become habit, and if you do slip up, you know, I mean, that's where, like, you know fast for a couple extra hours the next day you know what i mean you're yeah. and the whole thing about being kicked out of ketosis it's not the end of the world like people think i mean once you are in it and in it for a while your body becomes a little more flexible and you don't necessarily get removed from the ketogenic so you're not unfat adapted that easy yeah. so once your body makes that hard transformation into a fat adapted state to where your body prefers the fat over the sugars it's always going to try to take the sugars because it's the path of least resistance so if you do mess up and you get in there with, uh, you know, with some foods and just, you know, fast for like, you know, 20 hours or something, nothing crazy you're going to do for seven days. Um, but I mean, you'll, you'll be back right as rain. You'll feel just fine and just go back to eating like business as usual, eating your, you know, your uh, meat, eggs, cheese, veggies. Yeah. Plenty of fat, plenty of salt. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, BJ, you got anything else? No. You over about to fall asleep? Nope. Oops. Just went the wrong way on Just the taking, screen. <laughs> taking it all in. It was cooler in here by opening that door, though. Did you notice that? Oh, did you open that door? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely was cooler. Because, I mean, here. usually if we have a hoodie on, if I have a hoodie, I get, like, like, I get really hot in here. But, yeah. no. So, I wanted to see if that would work real well. It's pretty it comfortable did. in yeah, here. Yeah, actually, it is. Bizzle with a good call on the yeah, door. Yeah. Better is. than having a window freezing our balls off. Yeah, well, I'm, no not, I'm not cold, so it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. You'd been in here, was that last week? The yeah. week before. You'd been in here last week. Uh, I took my pants off. Yeah, it was last Friday. Because it was that hot in here. No, it was the week before that. Was it? Fuck, I don't know. We've been doing so many shows. So many shows. They're all running together now. But yeah, it was uh there was a lot of uh a lot of non keto people in here. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> One of them just joined us on the live feed. Not not a TC. lot PC. Not a lot of fat adaptive adapt I can't even say it. Fat adaptive. <laughs> adaptive. <laughs> no, I did that one on purpose though. So what so what are we we're gonna do weight loss? We're gonna do a weight loss challenge? Um You may call you out just like that. Yeah. We talked about it. No, I mean I need to, and then things are being put into place to be able to do that. You okay. Know what I'm saying? So yeah. we over the past week is being able to make little changes, little changes. Because a lot of people do is they go pretty dramatic right away and you can't do that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like someone that tries to quit smoking cold turkey. Some people can do it, but not a lot of people can, right? You don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like stop taking uh, um, opiates. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You definitely don't want to do that. Try to do that cold turkey. Yeah. That's a good way to lose a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. To start taking, stop taking your pain meds. Watch yeah. your body go to shit. Yeah. Go but, to shock. But little by little, cut back, cut back, and then, um, yeah. and then even with staff. And then, um, so we'll be able to, I think... My doctor's appointment is, let's see here, my birthday is, what, when I go, is this February? Yep. So, uh, March, April, May, four months. Four I months. I go to the doctor in four months. All right. So, so should we just call out TC since he's on the feed? He won't do it. All right. TC and uh, BJ, beat, weight loss challenge. I beat him in everything else. Let's see if, let's see if he actually responds. Just he set jump, a date. He jumped off air. Commit, set a date, and then when that date starts, do whatever it is you're supposed to do. Because if you never set a date, then it just always keeps moving and moving and moving. Just get yep. a cal- literally get a calendar and write it on the date. Mine's already marked in my phone. Is it? Yep. All right. Yep. TC must not still be on there because he hasn't said anything yet. 
There is like a 15 second delay, but whatever. But anyway, uh, thanks for coming in, dude. Thanks for I, having I think, me. I think you've been very informative. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, if people were on the fence, you know, hopefully, maybe we we pushed them over that edge. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, get them get them on the right track. Get them losing weight. Get them back being healthy. Um, get out of that fog. And yeah. it's it's it, it's weird. Like you hear us, you hear me talking about that. You hear him talking about this. But once you get into it, like you'll go, oh shit. Yeah. They were right. It's a true epiphany <laughs> moment. I mean, it really it is. is. Yeah. It really is, man. It's just, and and you, you won't notice when it comes on, but it, one day it'll just hit you and just be like, damn, man. It's like, I just feel clearer. And then you'll go, oh, holy shit. <laughs> this is what they were talking about. Because it really is. It really is. But but no, man, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I man. appreciate it, man. This is, I know this has been a long time coming. We tried to have you in earlier, but shit was a little hectic <laughs> at the other studio and yep. had a lot of shit going on but I, i'm glad we i'm glad we finally got to do this i appreciate it i really appreciate you guys having me on here oh yeah man uh b you got anything else no no like i said it's uh it's been a good time very informative and i think that's why um you know we, we always have a tendency to have some of the most informative guests on you know it feels that way yeah yeah i mean because it's not about him getting himself over it was about like telling him about the journey to maybe help someone else out and that's what i always appreciate more than anything yeah for sure man well dude uh give everybody uh give all your social media where everybody can find you and follow you and see what you're eating yeah my post on uh, instagram at keto simple and the same thing with twitter at keto simple awesome man uh b any final anything you want to put out no, just keep checking out all the new shows. Make sure you go through and download them. You can still rate and review them, um, and make sure that you know uh, some, uh, do the emails. Um, we are putting polls up. Uh, Facebook, you can only put two options on a poll. By the way, really? Yeah, I couldn't get it to work. I've seen a couple of them where they've had more than two. I have to figure it out. But um, and then also check the polls are up on Twitter, and. Um, this upcoming Thursday, we actually have a special episode dropping. So we I'm do, pretty excited we do, for that. More, inf- more information um, coming on that one. I actually, I actually have right here. I was pretty, I was pretty excited to do that. Uh, it was actually with Brad Scott. Uh, Brad Scott on uh, February 22nd. Uh, he's going to be at Avon. Um, he's going to be recording his live album. Um, our buddy Kyle Buck will be there. Um, awesome. Since we're recording on Thursday. I'll be able to make it out there that Friday night out to Avon. Oh, sweet. So I'll be out there signing autographs. Awesome. Yeah. Not really, but. <laughs> um, but no. And then Shane um, co-hosted with me last night. So that'll be coming out Thursday since the album's coming out Friday. I want to do it on Thursday. Get it out. Try to get more people out there to Avon and everything like that. Right. And then what's cool in the episode, if you listen to it, he's doing something very special with the album. And then I'll leave it for the episode. And obviously, we got our episodes on Wednesday and Friday. The big show on Mondays and a special episode on Thursday. Look at that. You got a full week of smug. I like it. Yep. And then, I like it. And then we have some other things coming up. So, but yeah, I mean, if you ever think about wanting to do a podcast, uh, just actually send the email to smug at smugcastshow at gmail.com. If you're serious, we will sit down and talk with you and, and let you know what you kind of need to do. I mean, we're top 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, all right. Hey, don't forget, if you want to follow us, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, it's at Smugcast Show. Uh, you can find BJ on there. It's at DBJ Robbins. Uh, I'm on there. It's at the Aaron Powell. 
Uh, we are also on Facebook. Uh, for everybody on the live feed, you already know this, uh, but it's uh, facebook.com forward slash smugcast. Uh, if you got uh, want to find us on Instagram also, just like Keto Simple, uh, it's at smugcast underscore. Uh, if you got any emails, like BJ said, send those to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, also, want to give a big shout out to uh, Hemp Bombs. Uh, you can go to their website, hempbombs.com. Use promo code SMUG15. Uh, get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, also, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you can go to their website, rangernutrition.com. Uh, use promo code SMUGCAST. Going to get yourself 15% off also. Uh, and as always, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they helped us out with the audio every week. Uh, they hooked us up with all this sound foam you see in this room. Uh, they taught us how to run this board. They taught us how to run the soft. I don't know why they just didn't do the podcast, honestly. But big shout out to them. That's Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, this week, we are going out to... Uh, this is by the name of artist named Jav, Jarv. Uh, this is called the Grind Mode Cypher with a bunch of other MCs. It's a rabbit hole I found, and, and they're all from the Northeast. Um, it's pretty good. Check it out. All right. Well, until next week, kids. Stay, stay smug. Uh-huh. Grind Mode Cypher. Jarv, what up? Hey yo, these new age rappers dressing too wrong food. Your bitches better off dancing like Mulan Rouge. We got more subscribers than you got views. You still searching for the hit like Tupac Clues. <laughs> if Lil So and So's the new hot dude and he's performing, guess we know who got booed. The verses are so bad, I'm murking the whole track. Shit, cadaver dogs alert to my notepads. It's the boom bapper. Speak hot to cool rappers. Make the streets knock like Pete Rock, a true master. Head of my time, I need to move back. When I spit a rhyme, you hear I and ooh after Facts, you ain't get the proposition I don't need a proper gimmick Cause bitch, I'm on a mission Till they turn it in their grave I flip the competition The breakdown is deadly when I script the composition Got a tendency to hang with your enemy I'm like a face full of cocaine No pain for the pleasure See a stick to my guns brawl Change to a centipede With more arms than the enemy has ever seen I'm in battle mode Kill them and attract their bodies to the catacombs Had to go into my layer full of ashes And tattered clothes with the scattered bones And the shattered skulls of the masses, gather mold patches and growing batches so fast that I bag it. Tell you that an overdose of acid don't match it. Imagine a fathomable action to multiple attacks when a snap flowing like a savage. I'm about my cabbage. You're about the beef, I'm about to beef you. Kid, I'll make a beef stew. Then I'll sweep through your camp like the wind when the trees blew. Whistling a war cry, you could never sleep. Hey, yo, just another beat under my belt. I'm cooking gas on. Thinking I'ma be the hottest on it like the last one. Tell the trippy coming when you start to smell the weed smoke flow so cold you can feel it through a cheap coat i amp the party up let's make the body hot that's why the sample sort of sound like a karate chop i smoke the lottie die let's get the party high shit every night every club is like mardi gras living like a legend my tendency is to overdo it bitch i've been a menace since dennis viking like minnesota i rock a rental rover drove out to arizona copped a hundred pounds of marijuana from some men of owner facts is i'm tired of the fake shit i hate it this new generation a rap is overrated A star is my legacy Allegedly my destiny To spit bars at enemies I ride with the greatest Uh, mad racks Off tracks Thanks to ass cap It's either that Half crack or get your ass capped Your last tracks Math that Wouldn't have that Yeah, that's a bad rap For your bad rap Wait